On the 15th of February 2023, before a hastily assembled press pack, Scotland's First Minister Nicola Sturgeon informed Edinburgh and the world of her decision to resign after eight years in the post. The personal cost of political theatre had become all too high for the longest-serving First Minister in Scotland's history. The announcement dominated news cycles. Its shock factor plus questions of Scottish independence and the future of the Scottish National Party, SNP, were scrutinised from all sides by political analysts. As Sturgeon made clear her plans to step away from the political fray, the door was opened for a leadership contest and a new contender to succeed her in leading the SNP. Amidst the furore that descended upon the party, one forerunner in particular made waves. The Cabinet Secretary for Finance and the Economy and the Member of the Scottish Parliament, MSP, for Sky, Lockerbur and Badenoch, Kate Forbes. Although debates for the SNP leadership have finished with Humza Youssef, not Forbes as the victorious candidate, Today, we're exploring a debate of a different nature that's taken place over the past few months. One that hinges on Forbes' personal politics. Welcome to Cancelled. I'm your host, Leah, and this is the show where we look back at some of the biggest and most bizarre attempts to cancel people, corporations, and even countries. You may think the subjects of our very rigorous and academic study deserve public disdain. You may think it's all a gross injustice, but it doesn't matter because all of them were judged in the court of public opinion and ultimately cancelled. Kate Forbes' roots lie in northern Scotland's Dingwall, where she was born in 1990. But her early childhood saw her live between Scotland and India, as the latter was where her father worked for a variety of religious charities. At one time, she was taught in a Scottish Gaelic school, and another she attended a school on the foothills of the Himalayas, before returning to Scotland for good at the age of 15. After finishing her schooling at Dingwall Academy, Forbes completed her undergraduate degree in history at the University of Cambridge before heading back north to complete a master's degree in diaspora and migration history at the University of Edinburgh. However, between these two degrees, Forbes made a decision that shaped the rest of her career. In 2011, she joined the SNP. This choice was, no doubt, bolstered by the decision to work within the Scottish Parliament and become a researcher for David Thompson, the then SNP MSP for Sky, Lockerbur and Badenoch. After this role concluded, the Scotswoman dipped her toes in different industries, a stint as a campaign and policies officer for Oxfam Scotland, and then two years at Barclays after she qualified as a chartered accountant. But, as it turns out, Kate Forbes was after more. In 2015, Thompson, the MSP that Forbes had researched under, announced his intention to stand down at the Scottish Parliament election the following year and an all-women shortlist was drawn up by local SNP members to replace him. Forbes, who was part of an SNP campaign to address the Highlands gender pay gap, was selected as a candidate for the Sky, Lockerbur and Badenoch constituency. When the 2016 election finally came around, her seat in Holyrood was cemented with a majority of 9,043 votes, almost double Thompson's 4,995 in 2011. Serving from the backbench, Forbes sat on a number of committees, such as the Scottish Parliament's Environment, Climate Change and Land Reform Committee, while also serving as Parliamentary Liaison Officer for Finance and the Constitution, duties that don't necessarily lend themselves to political stardom. Regardless, the Dingwall native created a stir. In 2017, she launched The Final Straw, a successful national campaign to ban the use of plastic straws in Scotland with a prohibition of single-use plastic later introduced in 2022. 
In 2018, a fluent Gaelic speaker, Forbes delivered an entire plenary speech in Gaelic to the Scottish Parliament Chamber, signalling a commitment to protecting the language and other local issues specific to the Highlands. With that, she became the second female MSP and the first in the current Scottish Parliament Chamber to give a speech in Gaelic. Following her appointment to Deputy Finance Secretary in 2018, Forbes would make history again and again. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean, and this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat, available now. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We're a new show breaking down the anime and pop culture news you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in, hold on. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) And we agree on some things, but not on everything. Oof. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. Listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. On the 5th of February 2020, Sturgeon and the SNP were made aware of a story that the Scottish Sun was planning to run. MSP and Government Minister David McKay had sent a 16-year-old boy inappropriate messages via social media. The next day, McKay resigned. Beyond being yet another salacious saga linked to a sitting member of parliament, there was a more pressing concern. McKay had been due to present the 2020 Scottish budget that very day. With hours to spare, his deputy in the form of Kate Forbes was left to take up the task, becoming the first woman to deliver a budget in either the Scottish parliament or Westminster. Whether the signal of a job well done or due to a lack of alternatives, Two weeks later, Forbes was promoted to become the first woman to hold the post of Cabinet Secretary for Finance. A majority of over 15,000 votes in the 2021 Scottish Parliament elections all but sealed what's been described as Kate Forbes's meteoric rise through the ranks of government. Historic strides from the young MSP have bolstered Forbes's positive political reputation, looked upon as someone who has smashed through gendered glass ceilings in politics. Though her socially and economically conservative stance may sit at odds with her liberal-leaning party, Forbes has kept herself off the radar, it seems, until this year. It was the SNP leadership contest which propelled the Scottish politician into the public eye, and along with her, Forbes's personal beliefs. The work that had Forbes's family shuttling back and forth from Scotland to India during her childhood is often described as missionary work, a characterisation that they disagreed with the politician told Premier Christianity magazine. Growing up, reading stories of Hudson Taylor and Elizabeth Elliot, my sense of missionaries were of brave, courageous souls that ended up being martyred for their faith, Forbes explains. We were a fairly ordinary family that found ourselves in India. My dad was involved with Bible teaching and he was also an accountant, so he was managing the finances of a group of mission hospitals. 
trying to ensure that people were able to access free healthcare. Terminology aside, it's clear that religious vigor is central to Forza's belief system. To be straight, I believe in the person of Jesus Christ, she told BBC's Nick Robinson in 2021. Quote, I believe that he died for me. He saved me and that my calling is to serve and to love him and to serve and to love my neighbor with all my heart and soul and mind and strength. So that, for me, is essential to my being. End quote. A devout Christian, Forbes is a member of the Free Church of Scotland, the largest Presbyterian denomination in Scotland after the National Church. The denomination is known for its staunch opposition to same-gender marriage and abortion, with a former Free Church moderator, Reverend David Robertson, having compared abortion to slavery. Writing about the core beliefs of the Free Church, the independence Martha McCarty notes the church's website stated the following. This revolution has had a very destructive impact on society's understanding of morality, love, liberty, marriage, the family, and much more that is critical to God-honoring living. God has appointed the marriage union between one man and one woman and protected it with the seventh commandment, thou shalt not commit adultery, includes the prohibition of sodomy and unnatural lists, end quote. However, at the time of recording, this statement can't be found on the church's core beliefs page or through searching terms like sodomy and marriage. Forbes has since signaled that some of her beliefs depart from the free church's interpretations, such as their robust attitudes towards Roman Catholics. She stated that, I make my own decisions on the basis of what decision is right and wrong, according to my faith, not according to the diktat of any church. End quote. However, how much her core values deviate from the church remains to be seen. Days after Sturgeon announced her intention to resign, Forbes officially launched her candidacy for SNP leader on the 20th of February 2023. In the flurry of interviews that followed her announcement, her position on a host of social issues were crystallized. Forbes told Sky News that her faith says that sex is for marriage and that while she celebrates lives brought into the world outside of marriage, it would be, quote, wrong according to her faith, end quote. When asked about her position on the morality of same-gender marriages and how that aligns with both her personal beliefs and democratic duties, the First Minister Hopeful told the Scotsman that, was she an MSP at the time of Scotland's Equal Marriage Bill in 2014, she would have borrowed from the playbook of former Chancellor of Germany, Angela Merkel, who voted against an equal marriage bill in 2017. I believe that it should be a conscience vote because of its profound significance in all mainstream faiths, Forbes explained. I would have voted as a matter of conscience along the lines of mainstream teaching in most major religions that marriage is between a man and woman, but I would have respected and defended the democratic choice that was made. It is illegal right now, and I am a servant of democracy. I am not a dictator, end quote. We all have questions that keep us up at night. The self-help industry tells us they have answers. As a journalist and a skeptic, I'm not so sure. So I've set out to talk to people who have gone to radical lengths to find answers. I'm Catherine Rowland. From Something Else and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Seeking. On season one, we're diving deep into the portal of plant medicine and psychedelics. Listen to Seeking wherever you get your podcasts. Warning, this podcast contains juicy tales of a super dysfunctional family. Brothers betraying brothers, friends becoming enemies, and a mother trying her best to keep everything from falling apart. No, this isn't a reality TV rewatch. 
I'm Dan Jones, your host, and this is one of my all-time favourite true stories. Join me on a trip to the Middle Ages to meet history's most dangerous dynasty, the Plantagenets. This season, the plots are thicker, the ambitions greater, and the betrayals are even more devious in the epic saga of the family that shaped our world. From something else in Sony Music Entertainment, this is History. A Dynasty to Die For, Season 2. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Similarly, she would not have supported the Gender Recognition Reform Bill in Scotland in its current form. One of the 15 SNP politicians who publicly called on the party to delay proposals to the bill, which would make it easier for trans people to self-identify, Forbes couldn't partake in the final vote as a result of being on maternity leave. Additionally, since the UK government blocked the bill from proceeding to royal assent, Forbes made clear that she didn't support challenging the bill's blocking by the UK government and rather would have sought negotiation with Westminster. This was a striking move in the midst of a growing movement that calls for Scottish independence from the United Kingdom, from a politician who told business leaders in 2021 that she wanted a second referendum after the, quote, immediate impact of the pandemic had settled. Forbes' comments, particularly around equal marriage, generated a slew of backlash. SNP MSPs who had supported her candidacy, like Richard Lockhead and Claire Howey, withdrew their support. Messaging about her campaign was drowned out by news cycles and published pieces on the devout Christian cause and controversy, as put by Grazia. Forbes's pro-life stance on abortion, having described the treatment of fetuses as a, quote, measure of true progress, end quote, back in 2018, has rung alarm bells for abortion rights groups like Back Off Scotland, who have questioned how her faith might interplay in how she legislates. Commentators like the Scotsman's Colin Matchett opined on the way critics were, quote, trying to cancel the politician, suggesting that her views on social issues made her the latest victim of cancel culture. But, as is often the case with cries of cancellation, concrete evidence of lost social capital is lacking. In 2018, Humanist Society Scotland commissioned a report that found that 59% of Scottish people do not hold either religious or spiritual beliefs. Yet, even after Forbes's controversy-filled candidacy launch on the 12th of March, the Daily Record reported that 33% of the Scottish public believed Forbes was the best candidate for the country's next first minister, a 10% increase from a previous poll and more than any other candidate. Despite one senior SNP MSP likening Forbes to religious fundamentalists who are obsessed with sex, he also conceded that he would stay in the SNP if she became the leader. The ongoing turmoil within the SNP aside, it seemed as though Forbes still had the core support of allies, but a lack of polls amongst SNP members only further clouded the situation. Regardless, the metrics fall somewhat short of demonstrating Forbes's cancellation. If anything, as the leadership contest rumbled on, with Forbes as the frontrunner, the question of cancel culture raised the age-old conundrum of church and state. Where does your duty lie? With your conscience or your constituents? Is it possible to represent people who look, identify, practice and move through the world in different ways to you when your faith deems them wrong? In her interviews, Forbes picks her words carefully. She ended her comments on sex outside of marriage with, quote, For me, it would have been wrong according to my faith. But for you, I have no idea what your faith is. 
So, in a free society, you can do what you want. End quote. Epithets like, I am a servant of democracy, and legalese recur frequently in her interview responses when she talks of how she would defend the rights of people under the legal provisions in this country. However, maintaining such a balance makes for a precarious task, particularly for someone as devoted to her religion, which Forbes openly admits eclipses her career. Quote, Politics will pass. I was a person before I was a politician, and that person will continue to believe that I am made in the image of God. End quote. Although she lost out on the SNP leadership this time around, it certainly looks like Kate Forbes and the questions she's ushered in with her potential leadership could be here to stay. This episode was written by Paula Akpan. This is a Broccoli production. 